It is Friday, September 30th, 2022. This is baseball today. That right there is my good friend, Peter Moylan. I am Trevor Plouffe. We got producer Robbie Sirocco with us, and we got lots of ball to talk about today. Peter. Yeah. I appreciate you filling in. C. Rose, Lord knows what this guy does. He's got a zillion jobs, wears a zillion hats. We love him. We miss him, but you're here. And tell me how you're doing, man. What's going on in Peter and Peter world? There's a lot going on in Peter world. Peter I'll be honest verse? with you. Peter verse, the multi, yeah. whatever you want to call it. There is a lot happening. Uh, the, it's any way you want to look at my life right now. It's, it's hectic. The Braves are, are looking pretty good. Uh, the aces, the Melbourne aces, we're, we're putting together a squad for the Australian baseball season. Don't worry about that. But the bigger news is the Braves Mets this series. And it's just, it's just, I have not remembered. Uh, I just said it before. It's a regular season and I'm as fired up as if we're heading into game two of the hey, championship we're gonna, series. We're going to get to that, Peter. Sorry, hold your man. horses here, man. I can't we just learned horses. that Australia just got horses. We're very excited for you guys over there. Hectic is like what you like, Pete. So I'm happy that that's what it is. I, I feel like you don't want a boring life. I've tried. And when I get a couple of days off, I really do try to just settle in and have a nice relaxing. And within four hours, I'm up cleaning windows. I'm doing, I'm vacuuming. Yeah. Like I'm oh, one I of those guys. I need you over guys. here, bro. I'm one Come of on those over. guys. I got a lot of stuff for you to do. Oh, uh, I just can't. If something needs to be done, I can't relax until I get it done. All right. Well, let's get started with the show. Uh, we're going to start off with something somber. Uh, we all know about the hurricane that rolled through Florida. Um, we want to send our well wishes to the Florida Gulf community. Uh, Fort Myers was hit extremely hard. Smashed. You and I have a lot of memories there. I mean, I kind of like almost grew up in that city. Right. And if you see the devastation along Fort Myers Beach, uh, the, the the bridges to Sanibel, like they're gone, man. Yeah. And um, we just send our well wishes. We hope um, that everyone is okay that can be okay i know we've already seen some fatalities out there so uh, our best wishes to everyone out there well said well said you're right man like and that's i was speaking to someone from fort myers a couple of days ago and i don't remember the last time that there was this kind of devastation on that side of the coast and you know it's it's i've seen photos of of places that i remember from back in my day 96 97 98 when i was there for three straight years and it just doesn't look the same. It just looks, obviously, it's been absolutely ravaged. So I'm with you, man. Thoughts thoughts go out to everybody there. Okay. Well, we're going to start off. We're not going to waste any time, Pete. Let's talk about Mets versus Brave. We all know what is at stake. Atlanta's one game back with six games left. The three-game set starting tonight. But that one game is actually two. Huge. Unless they sweep the Mets. And uh, the Mets the have home field advantage. Mets have sorry, home field advantage. Sorry, they have the uh, tiebreak advantage is what I should say. Unless unless the Braves sweep. The Braves right. have to sweep this series, then they then they get the the tiebreaker, which will be huge. Okay. The horses are going. Everything's lining up for the series to be like absolutely spectacular. Give us the one thing that intrigues you most about the series. Wow. Well, here's here's the 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 season tally has been a strange one, right? The first, I feel like the first half of the season, the Braves didn't really play to their potential. And we all know how this season started for the Braves. So I look at the series that they last played and it's like, it's so evenly matched that when you try to break it down, when you go starting pitching, bullpen, offense, you know, defense, when you break it down in those categories, 
you really can't find a lot of advantages. Maybe they have the advantage starting pitching. It's just, it's it's a coin toss. And that's what makes this series so epic. And it's the fact that it's the Braves and the Mets, like the old rivalry. That's the thing that gets me fired up. I remember going into Shea Stadium. That's how long mm-hmm. it's been since I've been playing. I pitched in Shea Stadium and the place was mental it's top three places i've ever pitched in that's how much fun it was to pitch in shea stadium and that's the old mets that's when they were good that's when they were the david wrights the delgados the moises alu you know Mm. these sorts of guys the mets are good again it's as simple as that and it's going to be this determines the playoffs this series determines the playoffs for me, it's something that happened last night or or earlier in the day yesterday. The Mets promote Francisco mm. Alvarez, their top prospect from the minor leagues. He's a catcher, but I don't think they're bringing him up to catch. I think they're looking for a little bit of right-handed bat in the Bump. DH spot. And this is crazy because this dude is 20 years old. And in my thinking is you're bringing him up into the lion's den atlanta is going to be absolutely rocking okay you bring him up to hit against lefties hey you got a lefty going tonight here's Just max freed <laughs> for you in the biggest series of the year if you thought there was a chance you were going to call this guy up don't you think you would have done it like a couple weeks ago in my thinking that's what you should have done but this is awesome they went out and got Darren Ruff at the trade deadline yep. to be this guy. He has he struggled. Yep. There's no other way to put it. Um, so here comes Francisco Alvarez, who's again 20 years old. He's tore up the minor leagues. Mm-hmm. You know, AAA has been his worst stop, uh, but he's still got an OPS in the eights. He's walking at the, the right clip. He hits homers. This guy's got crazy pop. He's a short king, which we love. I can't wait to watch this guy play tonight. He has to be in the lineup, right? Like they, you brought him up. Two face lefties, and you got one going tonight. So that to me is is super intriguing. All the rest of the storylines are there too. Uh, the way the pitching has lined up is is awesome, and this is this is for the division and for the very important buy, Peter. Correct. And we talk about it all the time. Do you think it's as big an advantage as I do? Do you think the buy is an advantage? Do you really do think that's an advantage rather than playing yourself into and? grinding and gelling together and having those wins going into a series. I'll tell you why. And I've said this a lot, so I'll keep it short. Okay. I think the ability to line up your pitching uh, means a lot. You're going to have, if you're going into the wildcard series, three games in a row, like you're going to have three pitchers throw right there. And you know, if it's your one, two, three, then you're going to start four your four guy uh, against your one. It's like the pitching lineup for me is the, is the biggest factor here. And the teams that get the buy have everything lined up, ready to go. Bullpen. I understand that. My only, my only question is those three days off where you're just taking BP, maybe facing some live live pitching, as opposed to the guys that are facing 99 every day and seeing it, and then just there's no rest. It's like running on adrenaline. Like yeah. that's that's what can happen too. You get on a momentum run, and that changes everything, man. I agree with that. I understand that. So that's we're gonna see. This is you know the first year that we're doing the three game series. We'll see how it all turns. There's out. There's no right I'm or very, wrong answer. Very either. curious. I'm very curious about it. Uh, quickly, what are the standings come Monday, Pete? Mm. <laughs> I have to. I have to say we sweep them. Sweep. Yeah. That's the only mindset I have right now. I honestly think You're we can. It. Okay. I honestly think we can and will sweep them, but. 
I said this two days ago. Tonight's game, it's a gut punch if you lose, and it's a momentum builder if you win. Yeah, you're so right about that, man. I just don't see a sweep happening between these two teams. They're so evenly matched, like you said. And you got, I mean, dude, you got Scherzer and DeGrom. <laughs> I know. Come on, man. So uh, I'll, I'll give it to the Braves taking two out of three. But that the tiebreaker scenario is everything in this to me. Yeah. And I think the Mets end up winning the division, man, just because of that. It's sure. really a two-game lead with six to go. It's It's tough, man. Yeah. Who do they finish the season with? I should know that already, but I think we we obviously go to Miami. I don't know if the Mets face anybody with any kind of or is are we just expecting a sweep down wherever they end up playing? I got uh let me get the teams up. I have your baseball reference page up right now, actually. Excellent. That's a good yeah. read. If anybody wants to <laughs> see how it? to <laughs> They Peter end the season with I should the Nationals. Washington, yeah. At okay. home. Can't assume anything. Can't assume anything. Yeah. Okay. Let's but I'd much on. rather be facing the Nationals than the, the Marlins to end the season if I'm trying to win three. Okay. Moving on. Uh, Shohei Otani being Shohei Otani. He goes seven and two thirds, no hit before finishing the night with the eight innings pitched, two hits, 10 Ks. Yes. His OPS, Peter, hmm. is at 887. He's got 34 Jimmy Jacks, 94 RBI. He's got a 235 over 161 innings pitch this year. Tell me what I'm missing about this MVP race. I I, I get Judge. Like, where are you at on this? Is Judge the okay. real MVP? Am I crazy? Here's here's where I'm at. And I've had I've given some thought to this because it's a conversation that, and again, there's no right or wrong answer. I'm just going to give you my opinion as the way I feel about it. I think what Peter's Shohei opinion. is doing, what he's doing is absolutely incredible and it's so much fun on a nightly basis he's probably what the top top in the top five for the Cy Young yes and yes. but if you just single out his offensive numbers where would that rank him as MVP if you just look at where his offensive numbers are would he be he's a 15 he's, he's a top 10 OPS guy in the league okay with 34 homers and 94 right. RBI. The issue that I have is that he's he's not the best at one of the disciplines. Okay. What he's doing is absolutely incredibly but cool. He's, he's probably the best. Pete, he's, he's elite probably at both of them. the best player. He's probably the best baseball player in the world he currently. Is. But I think that what Aaron Judge is doing this year makes him the most valuable player in the league because when you take Shohei out of that team, they're still the Angels. When you take Judge out of that team, they're not the Yankees anymore. But if you put Judge on the Yankees, or excuse me, Shohei on the Yankees, they're the Yankees and maybe even better because you're getting a starting pitcher too. Pete, I don't understand the but logic one man at can't all. carry one man can't carry. We he's pitched he's on both sides of the ball and his impact on that team is less than what Judge has been on the if, Yankees this if year. If Judge goes to the Yankees, Peter. Or excuse me, if Judge goes to the Angels, yeah. what happens to the Angels? I don't know. Nothing. They've already got trapped. Nothing, right. They they don't need more offense. That's not what's going on over there. So I I don't like that argument. And I don't want this to be a slide on Judge because I love Judge. I've said it many times. He needs to be in New York with the Yankees for the rest of his career. He's perfect for that franchise. He does everything the right way. He's 
he's grown on me so much as a baseball player before this year. Like the way he conducts himself in the outfield, the bats he takes, like every, he does everything well. Right. Shohei to me is just like on a completely different. Level. If this dude Peter, if he had a no hitter this year, which he could have easily had, the the hit that broke it up was a a shot off the end of the bat, bro. If this guy threw a no hitter and then has thirty and a hundred and is top ten in OPS and top five in the Cy Young votes, I just don't He's get not, how you still don't... not adding any value to the team. If he was adding value to the team, they'd be in the playoffs. We'd be it's watching the Angels fault. in the playoffs. It's not his fault that the Angels. It's not his stink, fault bro. at all. It's not his fault at all. But when you look at total value, how much value is he offering that team when they can't even make the playoffs and the extended well, a ton playoffs? Of value, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> ticket sales. But is that what is that that how what are we valuing value? Is it the amount of people that you bring in, or is it the amount of wins oh, that you get? No, I think that is the question. What what does the most valuable player? What was what does that mean to people? Right, and that's you know, writers are going to have to figure that out. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be so interesting. When I look at it, I'm like, Otani is the best player in baseball by far. The most exciting to watch, and the best to and entertaining, and yeah. But who would you rather have up with the bases loaded in the bottom of the ninth, Otani or Judge? Not pitching, hitting. Judge. Okay. Okay. What about pitching? Otani or Judge? <laughs> that's, this, but that's not it. Stop I'm just asking. This. When you add value, like there's only so much that he can do starting once every five days, right? And the fact that he does that is incredible. But I don't know, man. I just keep, I'm talking talking myself in circles. It's a, it's an it's an unwinnable it argument. Really is. It, it really honestly, is. at this Aaron point, Judge, because we haven't just, seen it. I love you, Aaron Judge. We I all love, love you. Aaron Judge. What he's I doing is you, incredible. Bro. I'm just trying to defend Shohei because... 20 more homers than anybody else in the world right now. All right, we got to move on, bro. We 20 more on. homers. We're getting nowhere, Pete. We're getting nowhere right We're getting now. somewhere. This is entertaining. I'll tell you that. <laughs> now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. I think now more than ever, athletes are understanding just how important mental health is. We've always been in the gym, uh, sh- you know, getting stronger, working on our agilities, working on our swing. Uh, but again, I believe that people now understand just how important mental health is. Towards the end of my career, uh, we had a team psychologist that would come in. I talked to him about things, and I think it really helped me out. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. Uh, you can get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey, and you can switch therapists anytime. And I think that's important. You want to feel comfortable. When you're ready to feel the top of your mental health game, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash baseball today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash baseball today. And like Marshawn said, take care of your mentals. All right, we're moving on to something that makes me actually really sad. The Brew Crew lose is an absolute heartbreaker on the Grand Slam by Avisail Garcia. Uh, But Philly also continues their struggles against the Cubs. They've lost five in a row. So Milwaukee is half game back, and the Phillies have the tiebreaker. My question to you is, which team are you rooting for and why? I don't root for any other team than the Atlanta Braves, just for the record. And I don't... Between these two teams. I'm not rooting for... like. Either one... one of the, well, What I'm saying is both these teams can get on a roll with their starting pitching... Like you look at Nola Wheeler, you look at Burns, and like it's just like okay, well they can, but we beat Milwaukee last year. We've we've shown that we can beat Philly, but they're a tough, they're a tough play for us. But 
you're coming at this as like who the Braves want to play. <laughs> right. Exactly. I love I love how much you're in it right now. I have to be in it. I have to be in it. I'm gonna be in the booth for the last three games. I have to be in it. But these two teams are dangerous, is my point. Oh my Bryce Harper, if he gets ready to go, like what we haven't seen Bryce back yet. He's back, but he's not really back. So can he get hot in the last week and carry them into the like I want to see it, Bryce in the playoffs for sure. I do too, and I'm sure everybody does. So for me, it's like I have my prediction. Half of it's already gone. The White Sox are there. Milwaukee is my World Series champ this year. That's what I said before the season. So I have to sort of root for them in that regard. But when I think about it, what Philly's done to like bolster their roster, they went out and got guys. They've signed long-term deals. They made trades at the deadline. Like I think I'm, I'm sort of rooting for the Phillies to get there because right. – I was promised. The prince that was promised never came to me with the Brewers. They were supposed to go out and be aggressive at the deadline. Some trades fell through. Nothing happened. They traded Hader away. Philly to me, seeing Bryce in the postseason, seeing my good boy uh, Reese Hoskins and and JT Rio Muto in the playoffs, I I really want to see that. So I think I'm kind of rooting for Philly to finish this thing off. Um, if Milwaukee makes it, I I agree they are very very dangerous. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to me the the fact that Philly's kind of like been aggressive with their roster, I think is is point to me to root for them these last couple uh, couple games here. I'll I'll accept that. That's fine. I don't want either one of them making the playoffs if we can somehow work that out. I don't think that works that way. Dang it. Okay. All right. Good. There was an article written by the Athletic, Pete. Um, it was pretty cool. They used to do this. I don't know if you've ever were a part of one. Um, it's yeah, an anonymous player poll. Um, you know, they ask you some fun questions. They asked about the playoffs, okay? And we've done mm-hmm. this before. They got up over 200 dudes to to talk and to to give their uh, opinion on some topics here. And a couple of them I thought were pretty good. So I'm going to read these, and then I'm going to ask you a question, okay? Okay. Um, question number three they have here. Game seven of the World Series game on the line. Who do you want at the plate? And you can pick anyone of Mm. any contending team. Who do I want at the plate? Game seven of the World Series game on the line. Who do you want at the plate? Dansby Swanson right now. I love you so in it. Aaron Judge was the player's answers. He got 15.5% of the vote. The next highest was Paul Goldschmidt at 11.9%. I think this next one will shock you. Louisa Rice at 8.3%. Back to ball skills. Back to ball skills. Exactly. I think that was some of the points they were trying to make was, you know, if you have runners on and you need a single, well, this guy's not going to strike out and he's got a really good chance to get a hit. So he's one of them. So before I get accused of totally being a a Braves homer, Dansby Swanson, two strikes, two outs this year has been one of the best hitters in baseball. So that's who I want with the game on the line. And it's going to happen probably this series. They had most intimidating atmosphere during the postseason. The players selected Yankee Stadium, 43% of the vote. Dodger Stadium got 13.8. Minute Maid got 10%. And they also wanted to mention that when they asked that, most players scoffed at it and said, I'm not scared of anywhere, which is such a ball player thing to say. That, that's probably <laughs> well, from players that have never played in the playoffs in front of 50,000 people <laughs> screaming against them. Probably dorks like me would say that. I Anyways. had one. I had one inning in the playoffs, by the way. So I'm not. I've just been to a lot as a non-roster guy. Okay. My question to you. This is my favorite one. I think, uh, and you have some good insight as a pitcher. Yeah. Um, not at the plate, but if you needed a start for a hypothetical game seven, 
Who is your guy? You know who I'm going to say because we watched him do it last year. He got his ankles stepped on and almost tore his Achilles in half and through game seven against the Astros. So I've seen what he can do in a game seven situation. If I choose anybody else, I'm stupid. Okay. I don't think you're stupid if you choose someone else, especially like the players did. They said Jacob DeGrom with 33.9% of the vote. Max Scherzer was second at 17.2, then Verlander 13%. I started talking myself into, hey, dude, like if I'm a manager, I just want to set it and forget it. Here, Sandy, go take the ball and go nine. Give me 100. Then I started pitches. to think there's going to be a time where I'm going to want to pull him, but he's known for going late. He's going to be mad at me. We're going to have this thing on the mound, me and Sandy fighting about, should I take him out or leave him in? Ultimately, I leave him in because I'm a player's manager, and then he coughs the game up, and now I'm the anti-Kevin Cash. So I don't know, man. Uh, It's a difficult decision. I think you go DeGrom here. The swing and and miss stuff is is too good. And Have we seen DeGrom in a big game yet? When you talk to – Peter, let me finish my point, bro. When you talk to hitters that face DeGrom, they want the no world. part of it. They don't want to go back into the box against him. Save a few guys, you know, who are just lucky to have that weird thing against the pitcher. Nobody wants to go in the box against this guy. I agree. I 100% agree. And if he can do it through the playoffs and get to a Game 7 situation and he shows up and does what Jacob DeGrom has done so often in the regular season, I'm all in. I love you, Peter Moreland. I love it. Go Braves. I, look, I want Max Reed to, to go off. I want him to go off tonight. It's going to be Me great too. to see him pitch, man. It's going to be all, And that's the whole matchup. Like, it's tonight's that night. We've got the matchup. Let's see what happens because Max has done it before. Jacob's done it. Everything you can do on a baseball field. And he's the best pitcher it, in the world. It's as good as it gets tonight. Yes. Okay. So, Moving sorry. on. This is, this is a big Peter Moreland uh, question right here. Okay. You heard that Yadier Merlin will be the manager for Team Puerto Rico in the 2023 WBC. Yes. Lots of good players and stacked teams, obviously. <clears throat> Give us the rundown on Team Aussie and your role and any surprise players on your roster. What's going on, man? My role is head cheerleader at this point. Uh, but our Aussie team is going to be young. We are going to be we're going to be full of young guys, Robbie Glendening, Curtis Mead. Aaron Whitefield, guys that you've probably heard of a couple of yeah. times. Uh, Daryl George, a couple of Aussie guys that have played over here that are older guys. So our whole MO is that we have to pitch and try and grind out a couple of at-bats and scratch across a few runs and try and make it hold on. Um, we just don't have the depth of the, our lineup just yet. We've got to play really good defense. We've got to not make any mistakes. We're so used to tournament play, and this is a tournament, so it's – it's that's our advantage, you know. You have to you have to try and figure out a way to beat these really good teams because there's no weak teams anymore. Even the UK just qualified, the Czech Republic just qualified. These teams that have just made the last couple of qualifications, yeah. they're going to have good teams. They're going to have a bunch of guys that are that have played college. They've, they've, it's not just a shoe in. But that's the huge usual, news for them. Are the usual suspects on the team? Is Liam on the team? Are Liam we... hasn't committed as yet, but I would hope that oh, Liam, Liam would be on there. That's what I'm saying. I need a commitment from Liam. Uh, Husey's not on the team anymore. Those is, I, I saw him take a swing on social media the other day. Is he not? Gracious. In, he might be playing for the Perth Heat. He might. I don't know. He may be on the Aussie squad. I had, but if he is, you know, that's 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 an old man that's still getting out there, and I've got full respect for him. Okay. 
Maybe a Justin Huber siding. I don't know. He's my general manager of the Melbourne Aces. He's not going to be siding. He'll be <laughs> loved that he got mentioned in this, by the way. I'm going to send that to him. All right. Well, I love you, Peter. Uh, thank you for filling in for our boy C. Rosie today. Uh, what do you got coming up on John Boy Media? Anything coming out? We have Farm to Fame every Wednesdays. I'll be filling in and I'm hopefully coming up. Well, if the Braves go to the World Series, I'm not coming up. But at some point, if they don't go to the World Series, I'll be coming up to headquarters and hanging out up there too. And what's your role? Uh, you said you were broadcasting the last three games of the of the season, right? I'm going to do at least, at least the last two of the season in the booth uh, with Bally Sports. And then we'll probably have a post-game show every playoff game as well. So still working through the playoffs, but you know, hopefully, hopefully we get another World Series run. I love that. Uh, for me, I got talking baseball right after this. Me and yeah, Jake do. and BBD about to go ahead and go through the series that happened. Talk about all the good baseball, and we got the stimulation. So Fridays are such a fun episode for us. Um, all right. For Peter Moylan, super producer Robbie Sirocco, I am Trevor Plouffe. That is it today. We'll see you on Monday for another episode of Baseball Today.